Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and joining me to talk about this issue are Kuku Paul, senior associate editor and also for the first time we have managing editor Shaurav Majumdar. Thanks for joining in both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning Abhishek. Happy to be back. Thank you and this is uh, one of those issues that uh, celebrates entrepreneurship and enterprise. We are talking about the Forbes India Leadership Awards which are felicitated to leaders from the business world and this is the third year running kuku i remember roughly this time last year you were scampering about in your office with a long to do list for this project and given that it's a third year do things get a little easier are they as bad and give us a snapshot of what it is for the ones who don't know about this we are still in the same state of hyper activity abhishek we are heading into the sort of take off stage for the awards uh, which are tomorrow the f- awards function that is but it's a process that starts about uh, Six months ago, when we start the shortlisting again for a background for those of your listeners who haven't heard us before, it is awards that we have in ten categories that span right from startups to next gen to companies that are what we call conscious capitalists, that is companies that have good business practices to entrepreneur of the year, CEO of the year, and so on. So we have ten awards, and we start the process pretty much around February March when we start with a long list. and then with our partners KPMG we trim the list down and come down to five nominees in each category and uh, later on we have a jury which this time was headed by like last year by Mr KV Kamath and the jury meets to select the winners that's the process and then the winners are given the award at a function and that's the whole thing now given that these uh, leaders are known names in the industry and there is little that separates them they are heading companies from different industries from it to manufacturing now, how do you ensure that you pick one over the other given that leadership is is a constant it's not that somebody is a better leader this year perhaps and not the year before or i i could be wrong no that's a very important question what uh, we tend to do is yes as you said obviously all these leaders there's very little to choose from in terms of uh, one over the other because they're all inspirational uh, people and they've set up companies or organizations which really you know inspire not just the business community but general uh, the people all around us so we try to make it as intense as possible and it is not only for, for one particular year we call it entrepreneur for the year it does not mean that he has to have done something that particular year it is absolutely necessary that these are people who uh, people will have to look up to so whether it is any of these categories kuku mentioned uh, these 10 categories all of them if you see are inspirational people who have actually done something disruptive changed the way people think about running their businesses i think that is very very critical they have to be agents of change and uh, in a positive way right like you mentioned it's not about their exploits in a given year but it's over a course of time yes we try to make it a little broad based i think uh, what we have tried to do is if it's uh, a certain person for the year it mm-hmm. is not of the year really one of the many times when the prepositions in the english language come in handy yeah. of and for very important here <laughs> <laughs> no, yes i agree so i completely just to add to what sharav is saying the criteria actually state that we have we will we look at a five year performance in terms of finances and so on and in many of the categories where we do for instance we have three ceo categories so we have best ceo of the year public sector best ceo private sector and best ceo mnc 
so what we make sure is that the person has been in that position for at least 3 years so that right. we can really look at their career and achievements across a substantive time and it's no flash in the pan <laughs> and that is very important because uh, you cannot really judge anybody of this category over just one year uh, one year period because right. to settle down at this level and with large companies under their watch mm-hmm. they need to really be given a little more time to be judged so that's very critical for us right let's start talking about few of the names that you have this year uh, sort of who's the entrepreneur of the year and why yeah so the entrepreneur of the year uh, we have uh, yeah, the jury has selected this for this year is actually anand mahindra mm-hmm. anand mahindra again needs no introduction to the business community and to the people in general and he has generally built a huge global entity out of a company which was essentially known mm-hmm. for the certain sectors uh, of the game but mm-hmm. today the mahindra group is no longer limited to a number of businesses which were there earlier right. the corporate structure in essence has actually also evolved in a major way mm-hmm. and i think anand mahindra has played a major role in doing that and even uh, the way he has uh, you know achieved this is very very interesting because he has actually looked at the way private equity firms work raising and managing multiple businesses under them and he has actually brought in that philosophy uh, into into um, the way mindra is growing and uh, he in fact created mindra partners which is a pe firm within the mindra group to sort of nurture and incubate exciting and emerging businesses within the group so we believe that the way mindra went about creating and growing his business group was quite inspirational the jury thought uh, that he deserved the entrepreneur of the year award for this year uh, not to of course mention that there were many other extremely deserving candidates but right. i think uh, mindra made the cut on this one particular issue so on that note would you say that inheriting a complex business like uh, anand mahindra did and that changing its course is as challenging as you know starting something from scratch absolutely to answer your question i think entrepreneurship is something which defies a certain particular description you know you can be like i say even in these awards if you see anand mahindra is an entrepreneur and so is anandra sama now if you right. take anandra sama's case who's incidentally the the founder of red bus which mm-hmm. again was a disruptive business idea if you see that in the sense how do people look at commuting through buses he saw a problem he understood a felt need and then he went about creating an a solution in the best way he could and today red bus uh, is a completely a household name in certain segments whenever you think of a bus ticketing company red bus is the first name which comes to mind so there you have anindra sama mm-hmm. who out of actually out of a real felt need which was not being addressed in the best possible way created a brilliant business idea and there you have an anand mahindra who got into the groove in a certain large group which already existed and then went about sort of reengineering it for the future these are two very different stories mm-hmm. but are absolutely typically successful entrepreneurial stories kuku am i right what do you think yeah yeah absolutely that is the reason why we have so many categories because right. it's impossible to you know club all these people together so startups is uh, definitely it is like a one particular kind of skills that you need to uh, start a business from scratch to take it to a particular place and like redbus he's actually sold it to a spanish company now right. and though he continues to be with redbus so that's one type of companies and uh-huh. i mean i'd like to take this uh, thing to talk about a uh, three more winners in the ceo category that I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. so we have for the best ceo multinational the award this time goes to francisco de souza who is the ceo of cognizant technologies now this is a company based in new york and it's uh, in the it space and it has competed very very well uh, and efficiently with the it 
moguls with the big ones <laughs> like right. infosys tcs and wipro it's been giving them a tough fight and although they are based in the us then most of their employee strength is in india right. and uh, the other category which i feel really uh, sort of very strongly about and where we have a very good year, winner this year is the category of ceo public sector ceo of the uh-huh. year and our winner in that category this time is uh, mr tandon of irctc again irctc is the railway is a booking engine and which has touched all our lives i would say abhishek yes. uh, in at one time or the other so irctc again is a story where despite being in the public sector and having the handicaps of political bosses and the other uh, problems of uh, that go with being in the uh, a psu business uh, irctc has been able to scale up and when it started it was you know seen as a not so reliable engine but it's been able to go way beyond and uh, now not only sells tickets but does catering and so many other activities it's probably the largest e-commerce site that the government has we have his story in our edition which uh, so it's about how kandan did battle with his political masters and kind of strengthened the company so these are inspiring stories really in uh, rakesh tandon's case to operate in a bureaucratic setup and run a customer service in that setup as i read he had a bunch of young people under him yeah and abhishek the other interesting thing about mr tandon's mm-hmm. uh, story is that he actually inspired these young people to challenge uh, the the order in a sense because uh, you know here was a situation where the existence of the company was in question mm-hmm. because the key business the money spinner or the uh, the major business was taken away back to the ministry itself he sort of challenged the system he called his team and he he just asked them whether they want to carry on with it then he led from the front mm-hmm. so i think these are all if you see across the categories these are all uh, stories where the people have really led from the front and brought in change right from the front i think that is a critical thing and across you know business turbulence so what it is is actually leadership for all seasons so it's not just about good times when the times are good it's actually inspiring leadership across seasons you know whether times are good or bad so it will be interesting to keep a track of these companies in the in the next few years so have you incidentally kuku observed how uh, the companies that you felicitated or people who led these companies uh, two years back and you felicitated them how they are doing today yeah we we keep an eye on this yes very closely actually and have invited a lot of them to of our earlier winners to come and join us tomorrow for our function as well as some of the nominees because these winners come from a good set of selected companies and yes we do like to do that but we are i should say we've been conservative and our jury has been conservative in picking uh, people that have a track record as we and not not companies that are based on a single year kind of performance right and it's a good time to wrap up and uh, we will look forward to this issue and so will all the listeners all of you you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as itunes and my best wishes to both of you on the event that is scheduled tomorrow thank you so much thank you abhishek to have someone call you for a forbes subscription just message forbes to 51818